Galway Bay FM Sports News with Western Motors, the home of Volkswagen and Galway. Visit VolkswagenGalway.ie. Turn down my own microphone to be great altogether. What a weekend of sport it has uh, been, Oliver. Uh, I want to go to the NFL first, the overnight. Did you, you didn't stay up no I didn't, it. but I watched the condensed highlights this morning so that I came into you armed with enough information that I can let on that I did stay up and watch the Super Bowl <laughs> in the early hours of the morning. It's just a pity because I knew this was going to be a good game. Uh, they couldn't really predict beforehand who were the favourites most punters when they were kind of pressed were going well you know you're going to have to back Patrick Mahomes because he just finds a way to win matches for Kansas City and he did again last night Philadelphia led for most of the match all the way through until the final quarter and then it was uh, a real tit for tat battle until the very last play where Kansas set up a field goal again it was a soft enough decision to give uh, a five yard penalty for a basically off-the-ball foul on one of the Kansas City players, which moved the field goal really into gimme range. And uh, that was the, the crucial decision at the end of the match. But ultimately, Kansas ran down the clock to make sure that the last kick of the game was going to be the one to win it. And they did that. 38-35. It'll definitely go down as one of the great Super Bowls, no question about it, especially when it finishes so dramatically. But Philadelphia, Philadelphia will feel hard done by they led for practically all the game. You know, they were got the first touchdown, 7-0, back to 7-all, 14-7, back to 14-all. They led 21, and then uh, eventually Kansas City caught them in the, in the last quarter. But in fairness to Philadelphia, they responded and had the match level at 35-all going into those last couple of minutes when Mahomes made a couple of great plays. And he's been injured for the last couple of months as well. Mm. He got the MVP, got the player of the match, Despite playing on an injured ankle, but he's just—I mean, he's Class. one of the Classic. one of the best players ever. I mean, he's just so unpredictable and can make these plays out of nothing. Just mm. so elusive in the way he can run around the place, and uh, you know, he's he's a genius. So that's two and four years now for Kansas, which is pretty good for them, right? Is, yeah. Smack bang in the heart of America, uh, they're the ones celebrating. Good on them. Speaking of uh, excellent sports people, um, the rugby game, France-Ireland. Brilliant. At the weekend. Yeah. Well, wasn't that some, dem- to see, just a kind of demonstration of fitness to see? And wasn't it, yeah. yeah. An absolute strength on and both power. Sides, on both sides, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're two, Ireland did run them out though. They're two big, big teams and you just wished it was in the World Cup uh, when France will have home advantage yeah. in, in six months' time. Uh, that's going to be a different kettle of fish altogether. But for Ireland, you'd have to say right now, they're probably as good as they've ever been in their history. Obviously, they're number one in the world, and that's mm. people keep saying that. I don't think that matters. I mean, it's, you know, we talk about number one ranking in sports like tennis and golf all the time. In rugby, there's so few countries really that are, you know, what you'd call really competitive at the top end of it. Um, unless they're playing each other pretty week in, week out. It's very hard to judge. I mean, you'd still think at the World Cup, you know, teams like England and France and South Africa and New Zealand, they always time their run and they always bring so much to the World Cup every four years that you know they're never going to have a bad tournament. They're all going to be there, thereabouts. Whereas Ireland never really get it right when it comes to that four-year cycle. Maybe this year will be different, but it's still way out from September. Uh, And that's why I just wish it was September now. Is it September it starts? In France. Like, so in fairness, like from a, a Northern Hemisphere perspective, you'd have to think Ireland and France are the two obvious favourites right now, 
given the fact that they've so little travel, France have none at all, and it's a big ask for those Southern Hemisphere teams to come up and adapt. But of course they do, and they will. Um, just the question is now, can Ireland maintain their form? There's so much reliability on Johnny Sexton as well, uh, as out half, so if anything were to happen, him. But other than that, I mean, you'd have to say Finley Bielham has been a revelation. He's come in for Tyg Furlong, who's acknowledged as a, a world-class prop in his position. And Bielham was absolutely brilliant. I mean, some of the tries, and he was in, at the heart of that one in the first half, were yeah. absolutely spectacular. And the French, they bring their own elan to these fixtures as well, and they're yeah. so unpredictable. And they go the length of the pitch and score one of the greatest tries ever seen in Dublin. Mm. Uh, and yet, in the end, it counts for naught. Ireland win a 32-19 with the bonus point. The Scots demolished Wales. So that's, you know, Warren Gatland's worst nightmare now come to pass. And England... Wales uh, are below Italy after two games. England won, won well enough yesterday, um, but yeah. they got their bonus point, five tries to two. So it's definitely shaping up that Ireland and Scotland at the moment are the, are the pair setters. Ireland have to go to Scotland, to Murrayfield. That's in a, a couple of rounds time. Next up, it's Italy away from home you'd have to fancy Ireland will, will be professional enough to do a job there they've been caught over there before though and Italy are going alright uh, at the moment they definitely have improved but all things being equal you'd have to think Ireland will be, will be just too good mm. and if they have 15 points after 3 rounds then it's nicely set up then for an away match against Scotland and a home match against England you know mm. um, you'd have to think that 6 points out of those 2 games would be pretty much guaranteeing them the championship um, but they'll be thinking about Grand Slam if they do get over the Scots in Murrayfield and that would be the last match at home to England but that's getting too far away from ourselves in fairness to the Irish lads they they do very much take it one game at a time and what a game it was uh, on Saturday against the French Are they going to get a chance to rest now? Because I mean, They will of, yeah they need Some the, of the pummeling they got it's, it's good the way the fixtures are now not that any international is less physical than, than others but there's no question that Irish and French just battered each other. Pummeled. And there's no way those players would be able to go out again next weekend. So there's a little bit of cop on it at play here in terms of, you know, two rounds, then a break, and then two rounds. Um, to, they'd have to have one. I mean, I forget what the French fellow was. He was put off. He was in the sin bin. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the yellow yeah. card. There probably should have been a red card. Should have been a red card, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, like, he was, he's a horse of a man. He was put off because... He he went in at, uh, on the head, but he's so tall. Like he was supposed to bend his knees before he went in for the. Then he wouldn't. Well, have there's been. a duty of care now on, on yeah. all the tacklers, and the point is we've seen in the past. Andrew Porter was probably lucky to get away with it in the Welsh game. You know when, like Stuart Barnes, th there wasn't a whole pile of logic to what he was saying. He was saying that there, there was an awful lot of force into the chest, and yet you were looking at. Uh, Rob Herring, wasn't it? That got yeah, the yeah. the head in. I mean, that well, was he left a, him on for a period. A yeah, few minutes couple of minutes and then they realised this then guy is out of it. Yeah, no, that was all day long that was a sending off. The other highlight of the weekend for me uh, when it came to sport was um, basketball. I have to say University of Galway Murray and John Mulligan's commentary from the Kingfisher. The Kingfisher, yeah. Was just something special. Yeah, there was great excitement because this was the first rematch between the two since the cup final a few weeks back. Uh, but DBSA and I really weren't up to much on Saturday night as it turned out. So University of Galway marry, uh, were quite comfortable winners in the end. And you've got to think that they're pretty much, they're 
nailed on now for a, a spot in the playoffs as they bid to try and do the, the League and Cup double. So they'll be in the top four regardless of what happens and then there'll be a, a cross-conference playoff for what's effectively a semi-final and then a final. So mm. they're going well. Let's hope they can keep it going. And um, well, we're heading out to Orn Moore in a couple of weeks' time as part of our uh, Monday night over-the-line programme. So uh, we'll be focusing in on all manner of sports out there in Orn Moore and Mary. That's coming up on uh, the last Monday night in February. So we'll be telling you more about that uh, at the end of this week. But uh, you can imagine the basketballers will be a big part of that programme. Huge, huge, absolutely. Um, now, Gaelic Games, and unfortunately Cork uh, took the took the spoils yesterday. Galway Hurlers were beaten by Cork at the National League. Pierce Stadium yesterday, 424 to 322. High scores. A lot of high scores, wasn't it? I mean, it, it didn't really smack of... Again, uh, a great commentary from the crew, but high scores. Yeah, it was it was far from the the tactical tight championship battle that both sides played out in the quarterfinals in last year's championship, which Galway edged out by a point. This was just open, free-flowing, hurling. You could see both managements were trying players, trying different options. Uh, Galway still have players to come back in, obviously, but I think they'll be disappointed, and Henry Shefflin will be disappointed with the concession of, of 424. Now, 113 apiece at half-time told you that it was a pretty open game, Scores were flying over from all sides. And, of course, the conditions were perfect as well in Pierce Stadium yesterday. So, you know, there was no wind worth talking about. Um, they were literally flying the ball over from midfield at ease. Both free-takers were in good form. Um, in particular, Evan Nyland, I think, who got 11. So, you know, there was always going to be... It was always going to be a shootout. Unfortunately for Galway, they just got caught at the start of the second half with two goals and ascending off, which ultimately gave them a mountain decline that they couldn't quite manage to get to um, there were nine points down at the start of the second half with that early 2-3 blitz from the Rebels mm. got it back to four points late on but it was just too little too late so there will be a bit of I would say restructuring to be done before Limerick come to town on Sunday week for the next round of the Hurling League so next weekend you've got the Camogie girls away to Tipperary on Saturday the ladies footballers up against Cork on Sunday and Pierce and the men's footballers are hosting Tyrone in Tume next Sunday as well so there's a lot to look forward to next weekend Good stuff uh, Rugby wise I know that um, we've spoken about it but I mean uh, the head coach indeed had some, had some victory uh, in the Six Nations over it Steve Bortwick yeah so he's a new English coach and would have been under pressure if things had gone pear shaped there but the fact they were at home I think has uh, taken a bit of the pressure off him Bortwick Bortwick okay yeah I remember him for again, so how's the golf going? Uh, Scotty Scheffler back at world number one, so he won the Phoenix Open last night. Uh, this is the tournament where they surround one of the greens with the grandstands and all oh, the fans yeah. throwing yeah. beer bottles, and they it's pretty <laughs> raucous and it's pretty rowdy, but the players enjoy it. Rory didn't really have much of a, a chance of winning bottles, it. Do they? Oh, well, I suppose it's cans and plastic, whatever it is they do, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's a... It's a, a real tradition. American football kind of atmosphere at a golf tournament. Yeah. Uh, not very reverent, let's put it that way, but that's Phoenix for you. So, uh, Sheffler won it again, 19 under par, final round 65, two clear of Nick Taylor. McElroy outside the top 30, he was back on four under. Seamus Power on seven under was in a tie for 20th. So, um, no such joy for McElroy. I'm sure he's disappointed to see his number one slot slip away, seeing as he won the week before mm. on the European Tour, but it just shows you how much the world ranking is weighted towards PGA Tour events and the amount of top 20 players in the world that were playing that as distinct from uh, McElroy winning in the Middle East the week before. Yeah. Um, so 
uh, I'm sure he'll be chomping at the bit to get back up onto the top of the rankings as well but um, Scheffler is the man at the moment and there'll be a bit of toing and froing I think between world number one between now and the Ryder Cup uh, again coming up this year so September is going to be a busy month Soccer wise uh, Last night or yesterday you had Manchester United beating Leeds 2-0 so they're slowly but surely creeping up the table Manchester City three points behind Arsenal after a 3-1 win over Aston Villa and of course Man City play Arsenal on Wednesday night a lot of talk about City and the investigation that's ongoing at the moment into their financial goings on Mm -hmm. I don't think anything is going to happen this season but uh, they'll be doing very well to stay focused as everybody else somewhat ironically in the Premier League are having a go at Manchester City when you think of all of the the monies that have been invested in different clubs it's vulgar the why they're why they're picking on Man City I'm not sure right now um but it's it is it's just sick what's going on but tonight it's Liverpool and Everton there's a real touch of history here about this fixture the Merseyside derby kickoff is at 8 o'clock at Anfield uh, Seamus Coleman making his 400th appearance for Everton wow. as well one of the great Irish players of any day, era uh, not just uh, in the last 13 years where he's been at Goodison Park uh, what a bargain buy he was from Sligo Rovers the Donegal man signing for £60,000 I mean 60 grand now wouldn't pay most wages for a week mm-hmm. for the guys that are over in the Premier League. You might get a, you might get 10 minutes out of Ronaldo or Messi if you, if you pay the 60. Grand, yeah. Just about, I'd yeah. say. Um, locally, disappointment for Salt Hill Devon. They were beaten 2-1 by Bunkrana in the FEI Junior Cup. So that leaves Calga as the only Galway team left in the quarterfinals. Calga winning on penalties at the weekend against Avenue United. So that's just a just a terrific story for them to think they're in the last eight in Ireland in the FEI Junior Cup and that draw will take place this week there'll be some excitement good on them good on them what else have you got for us Uh, just cross channel racing uh, Plumpton Catterick and Wolverhampton and a quick nod to Dunmore Community School who on Saturday were crowned the Connacht Senior Sea Football Champions we had three Galway teams bidding for uh, football glory Colossi Balia Clore lost out to Summerhill in the Senior A final 16 points to 1-9. Uh, the Sligo lads coming very strong in the second half. Uh, St. Coons, Casa Blakeney lost out by three points in the senior D final in Charlestown. But Dumore did make up for it. They won the C final uh, in pretty convincing fashion in Strokestown. That was a match I was down at myself on Saturday where uh, they were victorious over Ballinamore by 4-12 to 1-7. So they march on to the All-Ireland semi-finals. So uh, well done to the Dumore lads. Good luck. Uh, well done, Al. Thanks for joining us. Well done, all the crew. But I mean, the um, this was some coverage over the weekend. Some, some coverage. Well done. Oliver, thank you for joining us uh, today. Yet to come on the programme, we look at finance with Dave McCarthy. And we're also talking about Valentine's Day and the pressure that people are under and uh, all that goes with the Stay tuned for that and more to come on today's programme. It's 11.24. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. Now, Dave McCarthy, McCarthy and Associates, it's opposite me uh, today. On this sunny day, Dave, um, we're giving them financial advice uh, today. And I have a, quest- a few questions that have come in, so I'm going to do a quick fire round with you, if you don't mind. Uh, I have an investment with a life company for the last eight years, and the value is fluctuating widely over that period. I did not uh, in-cash it, as I thought it would be best to wait until it uh, recovered in value. Now that it has, I was wondering, what should I do? I've heard you mention before investment bonds and a number of times 
Um, and should I leave it on deposit? How would you react to that? Okay, we've got two two issues there. The first one in relation to the person that has the investment for eight years. Um, you know, you don't stick with something indefinitely. It's a long period of time yeah. to have anything, any form of investment. Generally, I consider five years long enough for most investments. Um, it's recovered in value, and um, I don't know what kind of fund you have, but I would probably say you should take the money and run and go into something else. There are a lot more modern, as I would call it, alternatives that have come on the market since you took that out. And it would be worth your while looking at some of those. And what you're actually looking for is what I mentioned before, is a thing called a structured product. It's not available from life companies. But, you know, if you ask around, you can get advice and there are options there. The second part of that was, um, somebody mentioned, wants to know, I mentioned investment bonds, which you do constantly because they are an alternative to unit linked or life assurance um, investment funds. Um, there are a couple of different types available. One with with um, capital protection attached to it up to 100% and another one is a thing called a kickout, which again is more complex but worth worth a look. So yeah, there are options for you to move your money off deposit. Listener. Okay, um, the other aspect of this is I have a I have 20,000 in savings that I could use uh, to pay off a lump sum of my tracker mortgage. Uh, does Mr. McCarthy think this is a good idea? Well, it's an interesting question because this time last year we were probably asked something similar and the answer I would have given then because interest rates were, or sorry, priority this time last year were so low and tracker mortgage rates were so low at that time. But now obviously that has reversed and you've seen the interest rate on the, on your tracker go up considerably. So I would say yes, the answer I would give is you should use that money to reduce down your borrowings and reduce down obviously the interest you're paying. Um, I would just predicate what I've just said based on the fact that I assume you have other savings that you can use for the rainy day and if you have other savings and you're content with the level of that you have because we all have to keep something for a rainy day then I would use it to reduce the mortgage. So you mean just make sure you have your finances in order? Yeah, yeah. make time. sure you've, you've other resources as well. You know, you, look, we can't all leave ourselves short when it comes to having uh, cash available if the, something happens and we need to use, utilise it. Um, somebody else was just on to us there wondering the dangers of an unregulated investment uh, product. Uh, should I dabble or should I not? Well, that's a inter- very, very topical uh, question because some people might wonder when they hear the word unregulated, they think, well, I, I presumed everything in the financial world was highly regulated. Unfortunately, that is not the case. There are some unregulated investments which are generally centered around kind of property and different time property structures. Um, and sometimes those are available from financial advisors who are also selling or says advising on regulated products. Um, and I would not recommend that anybody goes near an unregulated product. Unless you're a very sophisticated investor, it's not for most people. And if you are being given advice on something like what I mentioned, and I suppose the trigger to ask if it's property related, then there's a good chance it could be unregulated, well then you need to be aware that the protections and the system that works if something goes wrong, i.e. the central bank's involvement or uh, the compensation fund that's there for investments do not apply to something that's unregulated. When you say unregulated, is sorry not to digress on this one, when you say an unregulated investment product, 
Is that being sold by regulated people and just the investment is it unregulated? Is. It is as well. So they have the best of two worlds. They're, they're getting paid for it, but they're not taking responsibility for it. Well, exactly. Well, the other, well, they're taking responsibility is the advisors, one thing, but the other aspect of this is when I say unregulated, it means that they're not regulated by the central bank, those particular products, and you do not have all the systems and, and uh, protections that are involved if something goes wrong. So the bottom line is, I would just say, as a general rule, stay away from unregulated um, products. But then again, most investments that you would be presented with as an options by advisors or life insurance companies uh, are, are all regulated. And um, another caller has been on to us that we've got quite a few of them coming here. Uh, while claiming ignorance is no excuse for making a bad financial decision, then looking for someone to blame. I'm just wondering, that's what was said to me recently by um, somebody I was doing business with. Uh, could you kind of untie that statement for me? While claiming ignorance is no excuse for making a bad financial decision, then looking for someone to blame. Yeah, well, what they're talking about there basically is, look, we all are making financial decisions every day of the week, or most, most of us are, whether it's in taking out uh, house insurance, whether it's making investment, whether it's taking out life insurance, whether it's health insurance, whatever it is. Um, we need to be aware of, of the decision we're making. And if something goes pear-shaped with that decision you made, something happens down the line. Unfortunately, we do live in a country, and we're well aware of this in other areas, that the first thing we say is, who do we blame? Okay? So I went in with uh, my eyes open and did a certain financial transaction, and then it didn't work out for me. You know... I'm a big boy, and most people listening this morning are big boys and big girls. Mm -hmm. They have made a decision based on the information that they've been given. And if you didn't read the information that you're given or study it, you can't come along and plead ignorance later. It's like the revenue. Ignorance is no excuse with the revenue if you don't keep your affairs in order. Saying, I didn't know. Is no has no basis with them whatsoever, and you should also be sensible to remember that with any financial um, transaction you undertake, you're being given a lot of information. Um, sometimes I would say we're probably given far too much information, but so be it. That's the way things are, and to then claim down the road, oh. Uh, I didn't realise ABC. Why? Because you didn't study it in the first place or else you did know the decision you were making and things haven't worked out the way you want them and then you're looking for somebody to blame. Um, I think that's something that we need to get rid of in our culture, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. If something goes wrong and it is blatantly uh, obvious that the decision you made was based on false information or misleading information that you were being given, that's a different kettle of fish. But to be honest, that doesn't happen very often. But sure, Dave, if you see people at the race course, at our race course, not Galway race course, and they're putting, they get a good tip and they throw 50 or 100 euro on it and it doesn't come in, you know, and then they'll, they'll blame the tip that they got rather than, they're the ones who put their hand in their pocket and put the money on the horse. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I heard um, somebody tell me recently about a person that lost money on cryptocurrency in the first place. They went to, uh, to, to try to uh, redeem what they lost was the bank that did the transfer. I mean, the bank had nothing to do with it. You made a decision. You went into that bank. You instructed them to make the transfer. They did what you told them to do. Trying to blame them for a bad decision that you made. It's like, you know, you've had Pat McDonough on here on numerous occasions talking about the experience he has, which is horrendous about claims. And it's the same culture. Something happens in one of his premises. What do they think they're doing? Mm -hmm. They'd look to sue Pat and not take personal responsibility for the fact that, oh, 
you know, I had 10 drinks in me and I, you know, I blatantly fell off the chair or fell off the chair and hurt myself and, you know, my own responsibility shouldn't have been in that state in the first place. Same comes back to financial transactions. Always make sure that, you know, if you look at anything, I'm a great believer in financial education, by the way. Um, if you're looking at anything, look at the details, make the decision and then move on. And if it doesn't work out, well, you know, you move on to the next thing and don't yeah. beat yourself up over it. Well, there's so many people though that when they make a mistake, they blame somebody else. So, uh, that's that's the key message today, isn't it, Dave? Dave, thank you, Dave, for joining us uh, today. If you want to get in contact with Dave McCarthy, he's in McCarthy and Associates in Woodkey in Galway. 0915660022 for further details uh, on that as well. Dave, thanks indeed for popping into us uh, today. Yet to come in the programme, Mary Lynn joins us. She's a counsellor and uh, psychotherapist based here in Galway City. And we're looking at... Um, uh, again, how to beat the pre-Valentine Day blues. Um, some people like Valentine's Day. Some people don't like Valentine's Day. And um, we'll be looking at that next. So if you have any questions or queries, get them into us on 086 Do so straight away, please. Uh, with thanks to the team at Rational Windows. And if you want to get further details from them, you can do so. Uh, but again, brought to you by Rational Windows. Choosing new windows and doors can be a challenge with a showroom near you and uh, they've got full experience and the Aluclad option there as well. Now that let's take a short commercial break and we shall then roll Mary Lynn, our counsellor and psychotherapist, into studio. Stay tuned for that and more to come. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. Now, tomorrow's Valentine's Day and some people like Valentine's Day, some people hate Valentine's Day, some people dread Valentine's because they're on their own and they don't have someone with them or in their lives and otherwise. But to try and unravel this piece of rope that we're all working with here, um, Mary Lynn is a counsellor based in Flood Street in Galway and a psychotherapist based in Galway City as well. And she sits opposite me today. Mary, good morning to you. Good morning, Keith, and thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. I'll pull you in another little bit there yep. if you don't mind. Just, just in relation to Valentine's Day, does it put pressure on people? It can, yeah, it can, because it's seen as a commercial day. But I think it's, um, if you have a significant other in your life, I think it's actually a good opportunity to show that you care, but it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. Especially in these times. But I mean, when you when you say, um, if you've got a significant other, I mean, in previous years, we'd get calls from people saying, please don't be talking about Valentine's Day, uh, because I don't have that significant other. Yeah. So, and I'm sure it's a lot of broken hearts out there as well. Absolutely. And that's what, or even if you're in a relationship, it mightn't be what you expect it to be or you may have issues going on. So it's, it's, it's important really to have the relationship with yourself if you're not actually in, in a relationship, if you or say your relationship is breaking up or it's over. But it's really about love for self as well. Mm. So if you're not in a relationship, I would say, you know, that's in therapy. What we're always doing is about self-discovery and owning who you are and loving yourself and stopping the self-talk. So that could be happening as well about people have negative self-talk about how they feel about themselves. Um, so I think it's an important day, be it, it doesn't have to be a love relationship or a romantic relationship. It could be a friend. It could be a parent. It could be, if you're on your own, it could be just with yourself as well mm. and honouring that day. And would you see many people who... Um would be affected or would you know people that would be affected by Valentine's Day and maybe having someone or not having someone? Oh, definitely. Yes. See, we're, we're, we're born to connect and most of us, or all of us actually want love in our life. Um, 
So it can cause huge anxiety and maybe make you feel less than if you're not involved with somebody or you don't feel you have that love relationship. Mm -hmm. But as I say, the first love is is with yourself and that's what what you have to connect with. When you say love, are you saying confidence in yourself? And confidence is one thing, that's a skill. No, this is about actually owning who you are and accepting who you are and knowing what you love as well. Or if it's a breakup, I actually, I was even thinking about the song, I don't know if you've heard it, the Miley Cyrus song, Flowers. Yeah, Um, I do. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually like it. It's a great song. And she's gone through a major breakup and, you know, she put it in, she put it creatively into a song. But even the line, uh, she can buy her own flowers, she can... She can do all those things, but also I can love me better than you can. She was replying to a Bruno Mars song there, so she exactly, was, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that, but but it's okay for Miley Cyrus. First off, she's wealthy, um, and secondly, she has and uh, the, the tools the, the tool set to write a piece of music like that, mm-hmm. perform it, and get it out into the open air. That's true, but I I might disagree a small bit about that. Please she's do. Miley Cyrus, you know. She's at the end of the day. She's a person that has a heart, and she's it's been broken. And money doesn't really make money that better. Money doesn't give you happiness. You know, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very true. Yeah. So, so she went through. You know, and I, I even the video. I watched the video, and it shows. You know, I'm on all about mind body soul connection, and how our mind affects our body, and our body affects our mind, especially when it comes to mental health. Mm. And you know she's got her now her body is amazing but she's obviously worked very hard and she's feeling strong back in herself again so that's something that we can all take a piece from so taking ownership and do you take say take a day like tomorrow then do you take ownership of the day today uh, for yourself and then put yourself first and then everything else comes around that exactly now some people might say is that selfish absolutely not because you once you kind of fill yourself up then you can pour it onto other people. But I've often had a, 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 a discussion with somebody and I'd often say to people, if you don't put yourself first, nobody else will. Exactly, exactly. And it doesn't have to be, and especially, you know, grand gestures and that, you know, especially if you're in a relationship, it's not about that one day, it's about all the other days as yeah. well. So it could be something small. Like I even was thinking about one of the, somebody asked me recently what was one of my favourite gifts that I ever got, not just for Valentine's Day, and I remember um, going to my blue mobile all those years ago, my little car, and um, my partner had filled it with, with petrol. Uh-huh. And, you know, that was such a, you know, I had, I was a student, I was working as well. Just something that means, it's, you have to know each other's language of love as well. I, I said to you that I don't, um, I, I could take or leave Valentine's Day. Yeah. We, we could as a couple, I don't, I don't know if it's me, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, but the day that we celebrate is the day that we met. Oh, yeah. Not, not even, well, we would do something for our wedding anniversary. It's 37 years this year. But we would uh, do something on the day we met rather oh, than... Oh, and I can see the love in your eyes, Keith. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> there's love there for a lot of reasons sometimes uh, today. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, wonderful, it's, yeah. But it's 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 about taking ownership, really, and not getting cross and not being looking across the road at who got what diamond or who got the new car or whatever. And there's a lot of that. Well, there's a lot of that during the Celtic Tiger. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's not, it, even if it's just a, a, a kiss and to say happy Valentine's Day, you know, it's just to show the other person that you're, they're thought of 
and that you care about them. It's not about grand gestures at all. Mm. Now, that'd be lovely if they happen, but, you know, that's not that's not really what it boils down to. No. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's about being happy in your skin. Exactly. And if you're happy in your skin, there's no point in trying to be somebody else. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because some, sometime, correct me if I'm wrong, because you are Mary Lynn based in Flood Street in Galway, part of the IACP. Yes. Um, but you're the profession here. But there's no point trying to be somebody else because... You'll run out of road eventually. Absolutely. And that's what therapy is about. You know, you mentioned the IACP there. You know, a lot of I'm noticing that there's so many more people coming to therapy and looking for it. And they have a, a free directory as well. If anybody's looking to see a therapist, um, they can go on and, and check out where their local area, see where they can find an accredited therapist. But it's about self-discovery. When anybody comes to me for therapy, it's really about the journey of finding out who you are. Yeah. And then that's once you know who you are, then, you know, you know, that saying is, tell me who you love mm. and I know who you are. You know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. that, you know, that's that's what you're trying to do. We need to start with ourselves and then we can help others then and kind of make them see who they are as well. But see, an awful lot of people listening to this, yeah, that's hocus pocus and all that type of stuff. <laughs> but, but, but those people perhaps are sticking their head in the sand or under the duvet rather yeah. than, I think to take a problem head on, be it love, be it finance, be it health, whatever it is, doesn't really matter what it is. Unless you take it head on, you're, mm. fo- you're, pu- you're fooling yourself. Exactly. Well, you know, even I've clients that might, or, or even friends that might say they'd love to meet someone. But I would say if you want to meet someone, you have to put the effort in as well. Mm. To, you know, like if you were, want that job, you have to do the interviews. Yeah. So if that means going online or going out with friends, no, nobody's going to come to your door saying, hello, I know you want, you know, no matter how much you manifest it, mm. um, unless you do something about it, it's not going to happen. Well, unless you get up off the, if you say you want to meet someone, unless you get up off the couch, yeah. it's not yeah. going to work. Sadly, they're, they're not, not coming to the door. They're, they're going back, <laughs> they, don't, they don't do house calls. No, that, well, not that I know of yet. No, <laughs> definitely not. It hasn't happened in my lifetime anyway. That's a business idea we should have. It's, you oh, know, yeah. House calls. Going around the street saying, are you looking for help? Are you looking for love? Is there anything in there looking for love? We're, looking We're for all love. looking for love. It's not yeah. really what, it's the human connection. We're all, and it doesn't have to be romantic love. Like friends are, we love our friends, you know, we love that mightn't be in a romantic way, but mm. you know, our, uh, we, we love pe- even your pet, don't mm. your pet? Yeah. But I suppose love is a, bro- is a if, if you analyze what love is, it's a, it's a broad word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you can love many different ways. Oh yeah. But start with you. Yeah. That's the most important part. Yeah. And then tomorrow then the flowers will be flying hither and thither. I hope um, I'll be getting some now. Are you sending on some? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary, I only met you about seven minutes ago. <laughs> um, all I do know is that John outside is uh, going to Kennedy's tomorrow night. I don't know, Kennedy's in our square and he's fascinated with Kennedy's. Yeah. Uh, every woman that he meets or every girl that he meets he wants to meet Kennedy's. Oh, so I don't know I'll have to go into Kennedy's now well, and check do, it do, out. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have to come back to me and let me know from there. Uh, but I mean, it's tomorrow's a big day for a lot of people. Yeah. And I suppose managing expectations, they might be waiting for the ring to come. Oh, yeah. Or they might be waiting for the proposal or they might be waiting for the flowers. Oh, yeah. And w- will he or she send them to work or will they not? And then will they cook something tomorrow night or will they get a takeaway? I'd say every takeaway and tell them be busy tomorrow night. Well, yeah, that would be busy. But it's about managing expectations for Valentine's Day for a lot of people that it's not going to be that big bang, wow. 
that well, you might true. be expecting. Well, Am I yes. right or wrong now? Oh, I, I totally agree with you. And as I say, it's not about just Valentine's Day. It's about the other days. And I, I mentioned about the language of love. It's, we all express it in different ways. And yeah. especially men, can I say, you know, we're always trying to get our men folk to, to talk to us and be emotionally available. But they may show it in a different way, like say coffee or, you know, it mm. mightn't be, it's not always words. Mm. So it's about managing those expectations. And it's, I, I do feel for people that might be thinking they're getting a ring tomorrow and it doesn't happen. But what I will say is if you do feel it, feel a bit, the bit of the ow or the pinch, and then what are you going to do with that? Mm. It doesn't that, define you. That's a, that's a good question. That's a very good way of putting it, so it is. You haven't been promised a ring, John, have you? No, he hasn't, not yet, no. <laughs> you never know, we might get a few, and is it Kennedy's? <laughs> Kennedy's, it is from there. Um, so, going back to self-love, uh, sorry, I'm Mary, later on this one, I'm distracted in my head, um, but going back to self-love, Valentine's Day, tell, tell us how we can do that, kind of briefly. How do you... How do you stop the routine of the day and say, I just, I'm going to look after myself? Well, that's the first thing, an awareness about saying what, it, it might be even a mindful cup of coffee. It might be, I'm going to plan and have a, say if you're working that day, because tomorrow's a working day. It's a working day, yeah. So it might be watching a film, it might be a nice long bath. It's whatever fills you up. Um, yeah. Or even a call to somebody that you think of. I actually thought of another thing that a lot of people get a lot of satisfaction from is gestures mm. you know i if i don't know if it's ever happened to you that maybe you've gone up to pay for coffee and somebody's paid for it already or the toll bridge that so you come up to the toll bridge and they say it's already paid for and 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 then that's the where it kind of you pay for the next person then and it, there's always a feel-good factor with that as well yeah so what you can do i haven't come across that but then i'd be that might happen now that we put it out there yeah but it's more about you doing it. So be like, you know, there's other, there's coffee shops in town where you can buy somebody a cup of coffee yeah, and they and come in. It, yeah. yeah. And you just feel that little, yay, yeah, yeah, after, yeah. after doing it. And it, it sets you up for the day. But start your day by how you how you get up. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, what about somebody who's depressed? I just got something in the headphones. If somebody is feeling down then about themselves tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Know, well, maybe their first step is to acknowledge that they're feeling down. Um, and then maybe either to call a loved one or reach out. I hope they have somebody in their life they can reach out to. And also maybe think about going to therapy. It's a, it's a start. You know, that's the hardest part is just making the phone call. It is, but it's the big decision to make that phone call. Yeah, but that's, I always say you're investing in you. It's the same as if you were going to uh, improve for doing interviews and that. But this is about a life journey. It is about a life journey, yeah. So what are you going to do then tomorrow for Valentine's Day? Well, I think I'll start with the coffee. Hopefully my husband will have a coffee when I'm well, going out the door. That's the language of love there. And does he fill it still with petrol for you? Um, it's got a lot more expensive, but yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and actually it's diesel now, but um, oh. which we have to get away from again. But yes, he does show it in in different ways to me, definitely. Yeah. Okay. And then will you go out tomorrow night or will you stay No, tomorrow? we won't be going out tomorrow night, no. I'd say everywhere's booked tomorrow night. Like, I'd prefer just to stay in. And, yeah. But that's just where I'm at in life. I don't know about you, Keith, but... I'm, I, yeah. I, am, I am with you 100%, except there's a few 
few things going on in my life that I have to keep an eye on. We won't, <laughs> we won't be going out tomorrow night. Okay. We'll be in, but whether we'll be in our own house or else. A little we'll, cuddle, we'll a little, little well, kissy. You'd never know. Mm. You'd never know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'll have two kids staying with us tomorrow night. <laughs> I will, hence why I say, same two, here, yeah, with kids as well and a dog. Two children, yeah, we'll be... We'll be in, uh, yeah, but that's that's love as well. That that's is, the yeah. family unit, that's love, yeah. yeah that is the yeah. family unit, so it is from there. Listen, it's lovely. Come in again, will you? Please, I'd love to come in and thanks for having me, Keith. Where, and can, where can they get details of the IACP? Well, on the website, www.iacp.ie and then, as I say, it's a free directory all accredited uh, psychotherapists and counsellors that if you're looking for they'll match you then with wherever you're looking for in that area Okay, so if they want to get further details that's the best way yeah, to, yeah. to go about it from there. Listen, well done to you. You're a bit of fun as well Thank you, Keith. And a bit of divilment within you <laughs> Now can we just um, actually, go on Listen, um, you can read that Let's Emma, Emma Moran in Menlo Congratulations, it's her birthday today Happy birthday, Emma she was nominated by her neighbour Anne Francis um, because Emma brings light and brightness to everyone in our village and deserving winner of the bouquet of flowers. So she's oh, good. No, well, look isn't that she shines? Isn't, yes. that, isn't, that, a, isn't yeah. that just a lovely love story there? So Emma Mooring, congratulations from Menlo. Myland's Garden Centre will be with you uh, shortly. And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Emma. Yeah my co-presenter today thank you Mary Lynn <laughs> that's it for today let's uh, take a break I'm supposed to be with you tomorrow hopefully I will be a few things going on at home so we'll depend on how that goes this evening and tonight otherwise we'll be with you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock just after 9 o'clock news so if you want to get in contact with us you can do so comments at goldwaybfm.ie that's comments at goldwaybfm.ie thanks to John Morley all he did today he's putting up with me and he's kind of minding me today but um, it's either he or me that'll be with you tomorrow morning so we'll be with you just after the 9 o'clock news coming up on tomorrow morning's uh, programme though we're looking at the All-Ireland Rail Review and it looks at to remain unpublished yet again and uh, we'll also be looking at a demonstration outside Galway City Council meeting regarding the cycleway in Salt Hill extra patrols held by Watch this week as Rag Week gets into full swing oh good lord no Gardy, join us. We'll be looking at Valentine's Day and love and all that goes with it. Have yourselves a good and a very safe Monday. We'll talk to you maybe tomorrow, but if not, later in the week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you.